To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Five, Jason Walls is our chief political reporter out of Parliament. Hi, Jason. Hello, Heather. So where's the PM going? She is going to Europe. So on Sunday, she'll be jet-setting across the seas again. She's just pretty fresh back from, um, she went to Singapore, then Japan, and then she was back for a little bit, then she was in the US, back for a little bit, then she was in Australia. Now she's going to the EU and Europe. So she, the main op, the main thing that she's wanting to do here is getting this free trade agreement with the EU across the line. And that's going to be top of mind for Ardern while she's overseas. It's a deal that has been talked about for years and years and years and years and and just really hasn't been able to get across the line. The farmers want it bad, as it would give better access for meat and dairy, and so it would be quite good news for them to get that across the line. And speaking to media a few moments ago, Ardern said that New Zealand is in the closing stages of that agreement. We've been talking for some time uh, with uh, a number of EU uh, leaders and representatives around uh, bringing uh, this agreement closer uh, to conclusion but my trip is very much focused around lending a hand to supporting uh, those negotiations. Now, this comes as agricultural leaders across New Zealand have flown over to EU in what Farmers Weekly has called a last-ditched attempt to salvage a worthwhile market access gains from the trade talks with the European Union. But Ardern says the deal is complex, and, and she's looking to get a, a number of countries on board. So it's obviously not just one country you're looking to get a number on board. And she says that her job is to come in and support and touch base with a number of different leaders to garner their support um, and to touch base on, quote, sticking points. Um, in postcab, she was um, refused to say what those sticking points were, but seems confident that a deal is on the way. And to be honest, there's no way that she's heading to Europe without a deal being basically sewn up. So I'm pretty sure this seems like it's 100% a go at this stage. She should also probably warn them about Trevor and that he's on his way and, and turn a blind eye to some of his bad behaviour. She's going to chat to NATO. What's going on there? Yeah, well, see, Ardern said that she's keen to be a part of discussions that support peace in the region, and that region, of course, is Europe. But she's also going to be discussing key security issues for the Indo-Pacific region. So, of course, that means the growing influence of China in the Pacific. Now, there's another issue that she said she's going to be um, talking to about, or if it's raised, and that is nukes. Given the world's, given most of the world's nuclear weapons are held by NATO members, and given New Zealand's strong anti-nuclear weapon stance, there may be a bit of friction at times, but Ardern doesn't sound like she's going to be shying away from this topic either. New Zealand is utterly consistent on the issue of nuclear weapons. We have long been advocates, uh, not only uh, around seeing a reduction in the number of nuclear weapons, but ultimately a prohibition. Our view is the world is not safer by any increase or indeed the presence of nuclear weapons in the world. That is a status that we have consistently advocated uh, as a proud nuclear-free nation. So will you be using that, that summit to... to You'll find that I, pre I present that position in most bilaterals that I have where it's relevant. So yes, and I'll continue to promote that position. So will the world's superpowers listen to little old New Zealand? Mm, not sure, I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I think we know the answer to that. So listen, this poll over the weekend, this was a taxpayers' union poll, put Labour um, quite far behind National Home. 
Yeah, well, the gap's widening between the two of them. This uh, Taxpayers Union Courier poll showed that the Nats were on 37.4%, and that's 0.6 percentage points higher than we'd seen in a previous poll. Labor, although they're um, sitting still, they're on 34.2. So the gap is widening between the two of them. And um, it's basically, it's the, the latest in a number of polls that shows that ACT and National together could actually form a government if that the election was tomorrow. Um, this will be putting a lot of pressure on Ardern and Labour, and I think it's an interesting time for her to be going overseas again, but that's a question for her office, I guess. But um, for years, Labour have been comfortably out in front, and now it looks like they're more, more and more looking like the underdogs at the next election. And this kind of comes at the same time as the Tauranga by-election, and to no one's surprise, National Storm home with their candidate um, coming in at 10,000 uh, 10, votes and um, Labour's um, Jantanetti on just under 5,000. So, you know, it's, it, you know, it's a by-election. These things aren't comparable to general elections. But when we look at the 2020 election, and Simon Bridges won 19,000 votes and Jan Tanetti um, won 17,000, there was only about 2,000 between them. So although the caveat being it is different, that is a probably a worrying sign for the prime minister just to see the gaps between these two um, candidates widening. Jason, thank you. Jason Walls, News Talk ZB uh, 